freaking yay? Nay, definitely nay. We also have the Nova Scotians who still do not have electricity. We want to know what your go-to karaoke jam is. And what do I need to know to prepare my very first Thanksgiving meal? Uh, you should have listened to the lady from 1-800-BUTTERBALL. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Where our circle of trust includes you, Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. My husband, who uses YouTube and audiobooks to sleep, did not have headphones, so he was listening to them out loud. And I, who use nothing and needed to be quiet, couldn't sleep. I moved to the couch instead of him. We need to know, should Melody have gone to the couch? Of course not. It's Tom. Tom needs to go. That's who goes to the couch. I just wish that I was the hard ass that everyone keeps saying I should be, but I am not. Yeah, 902-425-1035. Tell Melody what's up. <laughs> I mean, Sarah, what do you do when your your husband's he's in bed watching YouTube videos? How do you handle that one? I usually start with a pillow over my head yep. because he also has the lights on as well. Which oh. is like, oh no, doesn't make any sense. What? But I'm trying to sleep, try to block out the light and the noise, and I'm curious by nature. So I try to listen to what he's watching on YouTube. Yeah. Sometimes it's intelligent, sometimes it's not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that it. If, if I can't sleep after a while and he's not getting the hint that I move out to the couch because that's just. <gasps> Yeah. You move. Yeah, I do. So he's watching YouTube with the lights on in bed with you in the same bed while you're trying to sleep. Right. And you're the one that moves. Right. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I shouldn't be, but I do. Because it's name? easier. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Paul. Paul? <laughs> do you want to stay married or not, Paul? I think he knows that he's he's good. I know that if I if I'm snoring, well, I might as well just stay on the couch. <laughs> I know that I'm the one making the noise. Oh, that's very good. If very I good of you. Were to tell my husband to go on the couch with his YouTube videos, he would say no, and I would say yes. Okay, I'll go to the couch. No. <laughs> How about you? I know two four two five one zero three five. I mean, Alicia, partner in bed, making noise, no headphones. What would he do? Oh, he would be on the couch. No question, eh? No question. Oh, you don't have your headphones? Well, you can't sleep there. <laughs> right? Why can't I do it? So you were gonna move to the couch? I yes. did move to the couch. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. She just can't bring herself to tell him to get out of the bed. Because I know he'd say no. And then I'd be like, cool, now we're fighting. And yes. now neither of us are sleeping. <laughs> you're fighting until you're proven right. <laughs> if I have to live like this, so does he. Yes. <laughs> he likes sleeping on the couch because it's cooler and there's a fan in the living room. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I won't sounds... let him turn the fan on in the bedroom because it's... Minus one? Why do you need the fan on? Oh, God. Mm -hmm. this, uh, am I married to you? <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, thank you for calling 902-425-1035. Uh, you have a similar but slightly different situation with your husband. When we first met, he was not a snorer. It was actually one of the things that I really started to like him for was the fact that he didn't snore. I found and someone who didn't snore. <laughs> <Finally>. Jackpot. <laughs> I know. Well, it lasted for like at least a year. He didn't snore any night. So I don't know if he was just not sleeping or something yeah. and was pretending that he was so that he wouldn't snore. I fell in love. I said yes to getting married. And then he started to snore. <laughs> yep. He got and you. it's loud. <laughs> All of it, like every night? It's almost every single night unless... Uh, unless he's not sleeping well, which unfortunately are the nights I look forward to. Like last episode. And I don't want to look forward to my husband not sleeping well. No. No, 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 no. No, I know exactly how this is because if I don't fall asleep before my husband, then I'm in the same boat. He'll offer. He'll be like, do you want me to go sleep on the couch? And I'm like, no, I just want you to stop snoring. <laughs> I just want you to no. be the man you were before I married you. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a, a hard place. <laughs> that's a whole other thing when he's like, well, do you want me to go to the couch? And then he's he wants you to say, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah. all right, well, then you said no, so I'm staying. <laughs> exactly. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> but he does have an appointment.
appointment this week with the snore clinic thing. So there we go. Well. Now we're getting somewhere. And I feel like if a certain somebody in my life is listening to you say that, I may be right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of people without power right now in Nova Scotia. Uh, one of the comfort centers is in Moser River, the Moser River Community Hall. On Tuesday, while you were off with COVID, enjoying your your fun week off, yes, Melody. Yes, super fun. <laughs> we talked to Molly, who's at the community hall in Moser River, which is, I mean, it's out there. It's east of Sheet Harbor. We still have no power. We still have no landlines. Are very spotty. No internet. No nine one one. No texting. We're completely cut off pretty well. It's just it's just shocking. I, I These poor people. Well, we've got Molly lined up yet again. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. How well are you? Oh, we're all doing great, thanks. Better than the last time Foreman talked to you? Uh, well, we have some people back on the grid now, but we still have quite a few that are not. So we're still open. Uh, some people got power back on uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had about 60 in yesterday that didn't have power. Wow. Uh, and so they're just coming now for breakfast. So we're serving poached eggs and toast or porridge and tea and coffee or hot chocolate. Or we also have some pumpkin spice coffee Ooh. on the go Fancy. that was donated. And uh, we also have uh, orange juice or apple juice. Your menu keeps expanding, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> just people are so good in the community. I mean, they just come and they donate things. Of course, non-perishable or, or things that are closed. We can't just take. This is neither here nor there. But out of curiosity, is there a difference between porridge and oatmeal? <laughs> <laughs> One Hold is up. so hot that you need to go take a walk in the woods while you <laughs> wait for it to cool down, <laughs> and then little girls come into your house and eat it all uh, on you and on your so, bed. Okay. Are, are you? To the three bears, <laughs> 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 Molly. Now we we caught up a few times last week. Melody was off, uh, enjoying her time away without electricity and with COVID, so she didn't have a great week either. Nope. But you know what? We still had a great week because it could be a lot worse, and that's how we kind of looked at it. But yeah. but you know, people have been really good coming in, and it's that social aspect is nice after COVID. And it just, but when you can't get any answers, when you don't have any power, mm-hmm. you don't have any telephone, you don't uh. have any internet, you don't have any cell service, and you don't have any mail. Well, did you, you were starting to have some, some entertainment and stuff come in. We did. They were in twice in the week last week, so that was really nice and uplifting. And a shout out, thank you to Saltwater Joy and their members, and uh, that would be uh, Donna uh, Lipinski. And Ray, and then uh, a shout out to Rick Rutledge on the fiddle and uh, Doug Perley on guitar. <laughs> See, Melody's looking at me with a puzzled face right now because she's just getting caught up on I, this. I, but I, yeah. this is Nova Scotians making the best of a situation and having a full blown party. A little kitchen party. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I love a huge it. one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just think that, you know, there's so many things that we should have learned from Dorian <sighs> yeah. uh, and had all those few years in between and who knows when the next one's going to hit but you know just the neglect of of not coming and cutting all those trees down off the lines i mean uh nova scotia power did cut some in our area after dorian but there's a lot of the byroads that they didn't do Mm -hmm. and uh so the the wires are all in those trees and and they need to have crews out cutting those uh, everywhere. And the, here's another question that I'd really like to know the answer to. Okay. And well, maybe you answers. can find out about this. How many actually employees of lines people do Nova Scotia Power have in Nova Scotia? Mm-hmm. The crews that came in here that we served uh, tea and stuff to, and they were from New Brunswick. It would be, this is good investigative uh, work for us, uh, the show known for their investigative work <laughs> and yeah. not known for fart sound effects and Kardashian news. So we will get on that for you and yeah. we'll do our best. You're giving us a reason to do something important. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and get the word out there to people, you know, because yeah. uh, uh, you, you need all this preventative things to be happening in all areas. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Molly. Yeah, no, that's great. You guys have a great day. You, you too. Because we're, we're going to rock here. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for what you're doing.
Cody? Is that that making you think of anything? Any questions coming to mind because of all this? I'd like to know who the brainwave is behind planting the trees underneath the power wires all through Derrick and stuff. Which came first, the trees or the wires? Well, <laughs> well, well, the wires, because it used to be a big gravel pit. Yeah. Ah. And it is the wires. I live in a neighborhood, Cody, that didn't have, you know how they like to have the trees down between the sidewalk and the road, usually trees, and the, the city puts those there. I didn't have those on my street until earlier this summer. And you know what's yeah, right above those trees that they just planted? Power lines. Mm. Who's yeah, going to come back and trim those when in the time needs it? I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's a good question. And I just truly, again, every year we say, why are why are these wires above ground still? Why? You go to Alberta, they're all underground. underground. And you yes. know what never happens in Alberta? You never have power outages and you never have snow days. Now, I can say one thing for that is that the ground's a little bit softer there. A little bit, <laughs> but that's not my problem. It's a little more pure rock here. But yeah. having said that, go to PEI. Where are all their power lines in that soft, fertile, agricultural wonderland? They're still above ground. <laughs> exactly. exactly. If only the three of us were in charge, eh, Cody? <laughs> What about you, Ron? You've got the same. You've got the same question on your mind, don't you? I live in the passage, and I don't know if they actually stand there and look up to make sure the tree's directly under the line <laughs> before they dig the hole. Mm -hmm. But twenty years from now, we'll never have power in a storm. And it's the city planting the trees. So who's yeah. in, who's in charge of trimming the trees? I don't get it. Like, if you don't like, keep the bushes <laughs> trimmed, you're gonna have some problems. Exactly. Yep. We all know this. <laughs> this Personally <is> <laughs> and also worldly. Great. Well, I'm sure you guys are on this. <laughs> We're on it so much. And everyone should really be on it for them. Just, you know, take stock of your own situation. Is your bush too large? Trim it back. Wait, are we still talking about the same thing now? I don't know. Okay, let's just... <laughs> But uh, I think we're getting some answers. Who's this? I'm uh, just, a, just a guy that runs a loader, but I know about these trees under the wires. Yeah. yeah. Those are low-growing trees. It would take them 200 years to even scrape those wires. Oh, okay, so the, the smaller trees that they're putting in between the sidewalk and the street, they're yeah. not expected to ever be a real problem. No, they uh, only grow maximum 15 to 20 feet tall. Okay. I work with a landscape company that we do this trees on the streets. Yep. And they are specifically designed just to be low growers and never interfere with the wires. Okay. And that's and so you're you're contracted by the the city to put those in? Yes. If there was a problem with this say the trees you're putting in the ground interfering with wires, is that is that your problem, the city's problem or Nova Scotia Power's problem? It would probably be the city if they ordered the wrong tree for that spot. Right. They survey everything for us, and then we dig the holes and put the trees, and if, if the city calls for a certain tree to be there, that's the tree that goes there. Yeah, it's a don't-shoot-the-messenger kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, they but, just they told you to put it yeah. there. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we get in trouble if we don't. So. Yeah. Good point, yeah. 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 And you get paid if you do, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do like listening to you guys in the mornings. Aw, thank you. Even though we just, we just <laughs> on your profession. <laughs> no, don't shoot the messenger in this case either. I'm not on the tree crew anymore, but ah. the boys do have a tough time with it. Yeah. They're arguing with people that don't want trees there, but the city says it's got to be there, it's got to be there. Yeah. And if they, if they want to cut it down afterwards, well, that's up to them. <laughs> right. They can they can pay you a second time to kind of cut it down. Well, exactly. <laughs> you will be hosting for the very first time. It's a lot for debate after we get through all these stories. <laughs> well, and we do have a lot of stories. Uh, you know, it could go right. It could go very wrong. Well, when Shelly Hindle on Facebook did it, uh, she, it was her first Thanksgiving. She said they, they moved into a new townhouse and there was an oven with uh, two symbols, wavy lines going up and wavy lines going down. And she thought, OK, well, wavy lines going up is obviously what I want. So she put the turkey in and you know what she did? She broiled the turkey. <gasps> 
<laughs> not not uh, advised. Nope. Definitely, the people at the Butterball Turkey Talk Line definitely would not advise you to do that. No. It's 1-800-BUTTERBALL. They are open. We have been talking to Andrea uh, all this morning because, I mean, I think, Andrea, the, the easiest part of Thanksgiving it's got to be the turkey. Like, it's cut, I think, it's pretty straightforward. It's all the other stuff that can cause you a lot of problems. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, once you put it in the oven, you want to just leave it in the oven. Don't open the oven door. Let it roast. Because every time you open the oven door to check on it, you're letting out that precious oven heat. So, really, you just need to leave the oven closed. Look through the window and just let it go. Special if you're foreman's old oven that the door never closed properly in the first place. <laughs> and you had everyone over for Thanksgiving and half the turkey, because you didn't rotate the turkey, ended up raw. But the other half was very well done. So you ate the other half and it was totally fine. Oh Everything's fine with that, right, Andrew? <laughs> well, we have gotten calls on Thanksgiving Day. One that I can remember, the folks had put the turkey in the oven and they actually selected the self-cleaning cycle for their <laughs> oven, oh and it God. locked the door. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. And if they would have let that continue, that turkey probably would have caught on fire. Of course it would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, if you have any similar stories, it's uh, 902-425-1035. We'd like to hear when Thanksgiving went poorly for you. <laughs> Joelle, how about you? What, what's happened at your Thanksgivings? My first time hosting was in my first year of university. I actually did it in the dorm kitchen. Oh, no. I made giving dinner for a bunch of my friends, and it turned out great. It was not that bad. It, it turned out great? Planning. In the dorm kitchen? Yep. Seminary house at Acadia. Wow. We were not in that whole setup. I was not expecting to hear it turned out great. Did I made like three pies, an apple crisp, a bunch of homemade rolls, a turkey, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, green beans, the whole nine yards. So if someone 20 years younger than me can make such an elaborate meal in the dorm kitchen, <laughs> I have no excuse uh, to fail this mm. weekend. <laughs> it's really not that bad as long as you plan ahead. I recommend doing all of your baking the day before. That's a good tip. Yes. But I don't know if you've helped Melody. I think you've just added <laughs> much more pressure than she ever felt before. <laughs> What do you do when she wants to go apple picking every year and you hate it? <laughs> you call Melody and Foreman and you get their dating expert, Geneva Dickey from Book of Love Canada, on to help you out. It's Hot Country 1035. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date and we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in because it's time for Dear Geneva now. Uh, now that we're in October, my girlfriend keeps bugging me to go apple picking. This is a yearly thing. As soon as it gets colder, she wants to go. And while I do enjoy the apple cider and donuts that usually go with it, I really hate the rest of it. And the worst part is we wind up bringing home bags and bags of apples that we never eat. Every year she says she'll make apple butter or apple sauce, but we just wind up throwing out more than half of the stash when we get home. I've been trying to put off the yearly apple picking trip, but I don't know how many more excuses I can come up with. What should I do? Should I be honest with her and tell her I don't want to go, or should I just suck it up and suffer through it for another year? Am I the only guy who hates apple picking? No, you're not. This is what we've been talking about for the last little while here uh, on the radio and on Facebook Live, and you can always chime in at 902-425-1035. As Geneva, you were just kind of saying, you know, is this is this the hill this guy wants to die on? He doesn't want to go apple picking this much, and this is the hill he wants to die on. This is the battle he's going to pick, okay? Yes. Then go for it. Tell her you don't want to go. Like, yeah, whatever, but... Honestly, if it makes her happy and, you know, there's you want to hold your little card close to your chest on what you can say no to, um, you know, it might be something more tomorrow, right? Yeah, you know what she doesn't want to do? She doesn't want to watch your stupid show. You know what she doesn't want to do? She doesn't want to hear about your workout that day. You know what she doesn't want to do? Foreman. She doesn't want to hear about you talk about some obscure country music fact. But you know what no. she does anyway? She listens to those things because that's part of being in a relationship. Sorry, I think you call you said uh, you said the wit name Foreman when you met Tom. <laughs> no, with, with all those things. You're full of crap. 
because you absolutely go out you went to that you didn't want to go to but she really wanted yeah, to go yeah Foreman I love how this has turned into being about Foreman and his wife by the way no back to Tom <laughs> I had notes everything <laughs> I can picture this girl going apple picking, you know, getting those Insta pictures, maybe getting a pumpkin spice mm. latte and just enjoying the fall and coming back with like the anticipation of making all these things with the apples, which likely isn't going to happen. But it's like, I can see her being so happy about this. Yes. And the guy's just going to be like, I don't want to go. Exactly. You're right. You brought up a very good point, which we could do several more minutes on, but we don't have time for, is that the fact that this is also an Instagram photo session. And I don't want to be doing that either. Go it's with your true. friends. I can't stand apple picking myself. I will say that we went apple picking this past weekend <laughs> and had an amazing time. It was so lovely. It was so crisp. We both left saying, oh, that was great. Tom slept in the car on the way home, as did my toddler. And I did not, but I wished I had. But it doesn't matter because fun times were had by all prior to that moment. <laughs> oh, Tom, what a sweet angel. <laughs> you tuckered them both out. My two kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know who's calling? Rod's calling. Rod. Do you go apple picking? Love apple picking. We go every year. Why? Why? Well, it's a great family event. Um, We actually meet up with uh, some friends that also go apple picking. Uh And then afterwards, you get apple pie, apple crisp. Yes. You do all kinds of stuff with it. Like, kids love apples in their lunches. So why not? Why not have a fun family activity where the kids get out all their energy and get to do fun things and you get to just walk and enjoy yourself? First of all, mom, stop it. <laughs> no, mom. Good, good sales pitch, but I still don't want to go with you, mom. And say, say if I'm the boyfriend who's being dragged there by my girlfriend with all the promises of, we go every year and I'm going to get all these apples and we're going to make all those delicious treats you just listed, Rod. And instead, though, you don't make those and you just have a rotting bushel of apples in your basement and you get no treats. And all you get was a lousy day uh, where you're either freezing or boiling hot and you're chased around by wasps. Doesn't Foreman sound like a really fun date? <laughs> Hey, the kids fall asleep right after after all that fresh air, too. Yep. Because they expended so much energy screaming and whining at you all day. (laughs) Hey, before they spoil, you just make apple cider. You just got to squash them all and make your own apple cider. Yes, somebody has to do all those tasks, that's what I'm saying, Rod, and nobody ever does. Kirsten has been texting us, so we have you here now, Kirsten. What do you what do you think? I hope that you get roped into going to pumpkin patches, corn mazes, doing fall family photos, nature walks, and all in time for all the Christmas festivities to yep. start after that. Yep, he will get roped into them because Foreman likes to pretend that he could ever say no if his wife wanted to do something that he didn't want to do, but he can't. We only do those things for the children. Mm. Won't someone think of the children? Good thing we are. <laughs> Please, think of the children! It's not for us, guys. <laughs> You're making lovely family memories. When they look back, they're going to see that. They're not going to realize how much you actually are hating your life in the moment. Exactly. <sighs> do you go apple? picking, Kirsten? I was there on Sunday, actually. Mm-hmm. And she said that she's already had apple crisp the last three nights because of the apple I picker. Have. Well, at least if you're going. I mean, you're one of the very, very few people, the vast minority of people who go apple picking and actually make something from the apples. I actually didn't even make it. My husband did. So. <gasps> oh, well. Really? Uh, she picked <laughs> the right apple. Did he go picking with you? He did. And our children, all of, well, uh, three of the four went with us. Mm. Would you have gone if there were no children? Yeah, definitely. I made a fall bucket list. Oh, mm. see, I just think that's nice. Why not take advantage of the season? And you go to the valley. It's a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect time to be in the valley. You know what they have it's- in the valley? A uh, wonderful array of wineries and breweries. <laughs> That's what you do that after is the a apple summertime picking. summertime activity. No, they're still open. That's what you it's, fill your bucket with, not apples. <laughs> you can do both, Foreman. 
Exactly. If you don't have kids, especially, you make a whole oh, lovely fall day of it. No, come on. No, I th- I think you're you're trying to convince yourself that this is the way things are, Kirsten. When you no. were dating, would you have ever dared to go pick your own apples as a date? Yes. Yes. Why would you not? It's such a lovely way to bond yes. and enjoy your time. It'd be out with the beautiful weather and you can skip an entire meal. You can eat just apples while you're there. Mm, oh, ste- stealing the apples too. You're, oh, allowed well, well, to. well. you're allowed to. You try to tell my three-year-old that she can't have three bites out of every apple she picks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you no. get to deal with that. How fun is that? <laughs> well, I feel very sad for you, Foreman. So do we all. You need some happiness in your life <laughs> in the form of apples. Maybe if your uh, husband's whipping up another apple crisp, you know, may- maybe some- something like that might change my mind. It would. I, I guarantee you it would change your mind. Well, and it, one way. Exactly. And it'll taste so much better knowing I didn't have to pick the apples. <laughs> we well, put the word out, you know, what is your go-to Number one, have to sing all the time karaoke song. Jessica has already texted us at 902-425-1035 with this one. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. Yeah, Jessica's singing Baby Got Back. I like big butts and I cannot lie. This is my husband's too. This is my husband's karaoke song. (laughs) But he's terrible with rhythm. Oh, like no. he knows all the words, but he's terrible with rhythm. So it's. I would love painful. to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> I'm usually the one that's singing karaoke at the bar. Oh well, what's your go-to song? Highway to Hell. <gasps> sing I'm not it. Sing it right now. <laughs> it's 8 a.m. I'm not nearly drunk enough. I mean, I'm almost there, but not nearly drunk enough. Well, we brought this up because you'll never guess. Because he was asked, Luke Combs, hey Luke Combs, what's your go-to number one sing it every time karaoke song? You will yeah. never guess what his is. You know what it is? No. No, I'm just joking. Son of a beasting. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm just joking. No, here's what he says. My go-to karaoke song is Blue. Domini Domini. <laughs> Can you picture Luke Holmes singing this? No, and I won't believe it until I like actually hear it. I need to hear him doing it. The easier the song, the better. Which is what brings me to my choice. Oh boy. And I, you know, I could cut to the chorus. It save have... us all time, but I don't need to. We... Because the whole intro of the song is part of the charm. Oh boy. Oh. You can God. use this to say, alright, everybody. You know it, you love it, you don't even need to look at the words, you know them. And it takes the pressure off you because the intro is still going to say, now I can't do this alone. Oh my There's God. two microphones up here. Who's going to do it with you? And then you have that shield to do it with a perfect stranger. Come here on. Here we go. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. See? <laughs> I would buy you, you a house. You just switched parts. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Part of the charm. There no, there's rules. not. Mm, Dijon ketchup. <laughs> Hello, hot country. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song? Well, obviously, it's Shania Twain, Let's Go, Girls. <gasps> you mean? Let's go, girls. Now, Matthew... You're the one singing that, are you? Well, yeah. Now, listen, there's always a couple adult soda pops involved. but ah, yeah. Yes. yeah, Sure, yeah. You've actually now texted us an article about how Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like the Woman, like, like a woman, uh, tops Billboard's 100 karaoke songs of all time. Makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. When that song would come on on the Hot on the Harbor cruise, the whole boat got it. Like a woman. It's a crowd pleaser for sure. I mean, it just gets people going, gets the blood flowing, gets people up there dancing, your boots stomping, and next thing you know, you're right into it. What can you do? Now, our uh, long weekend party, powered by Cold Stream Clear, starts today and is nothing but party songs all weekend, Matt. And it is a long well, weekend. I'll be listening. And it's Thanksgiving. 
And we just happen to have a karaoke version of that song on hand right now, and Matthew. And we'd love for you to please a crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Whoa, oh, oh. Really put me on the spot. <laughs> Come on. I haven't had my coffee yet. It ain't happening. No, no. You are not hanging up until you sing something, damn it. Oh, denied, Foreman. Would you like to sing If I Had a Million Dollars with me? God, please, no. If I'm getting a million dollars, sure. It could buy you a nice K car. Yeah. A nice reliant automobile. See? You see? This is what's in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is tragically trending. Tom Brady is soon to have one less ring because his wife has hired a divorce lawyer. What? Yep. Boy, that's deflating. Oh, and you know, none of us really know what goes on behind closed doors, so who knows why they're actually divorcing, but sources are saying that it's all because they decided, as partners, that he would retire from football after nearly three decades of quarterbacking. Then he decided, on his own, after 40 days of retirement, that he would return. And while some people feel that he shouldn't have to retire if he doesn't want to, he has said, quote, that he hasn't had a Christmas or Thanksgiving in 23 years. He hasn't celebrated any birthdays of the people that he loves from August to late January, which, by the way, includes the birthdays of all three of his children. Okay. So for those trolls on Facebook, his success over the last 16 years of his career that involved three kids that Giselle basically raised without him means that she is partly responsible for that success because he couldn't have done it without her. And if she wanted, she could come for every bit of what she deserves for carrying the load of their family for a decade and a half. But Giselle has a net worth of $400 million that is entirely independent of Tom Brady. She is worth a lot more than him, in fact, so she is okay. She doesn't want or need his money. She just wants Wanted and needed a husband and a father. What a witch! <laughs> so you know how I feel about that. Yeah. Moving on to Kanye West. Sorry. Great. Yep, he made it into the headlines again, but this time not for what he did on social media. It's for what he did in Paris at his Yeezy fashion show. That's a thing that exists? It is a thing that exists in the world that we live in. He and a number of his models and Candace Owens all sported jerseys with the words White Lives Matter in big letters. Mm. He says he did it because Black Lives Matter is, quote, a scam. Mm. Personally, I am beyond caring about anything that Kanye does because he is no different than Alex. Alex Jones at this point. He just does and says things for the sole purpose of getting a reaction. Any reaction. The bigger the better. Especially when he has an album coming out. But some celebrities uh. have taken the bait like Gigi Hadid who called him a bully and a joke. And where is the lie in that? <laughs> Finally, some truth when it comes to Scooby-Doo. In the new animated Scooby-Doo movie called Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, Velma has finally come out as a lesbian. In one scene, Velma meets a character named Coco and instantly develops a crush on her. And as promised, here are your Scooby snacks. She sees her. It's the cartoon heart eyes. Heart eyes, glasses fog up. She says... Jinkies. Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. Velma's identity has been the subject of innuendo in the Scooby-verse for decades. Even Ellen DeGeneres said, First of all, she's a cartoon character, so no one should really care about her sexuality. Yes. Secondly, uh, just because she wears those clothes and has short hair doesn't mean she's a lesbian. And third, obviously she's a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> We've all known, and while I do think it's a total sin that the franchise was quicker to accept a talking dog than they were an openly queer woman, I'm just happy we finally got there. So, now, let's get to Bert and Ernie. (laughs) It takes a special kind of person, who I will call a saint. (laughs) to be a sports coach for children. The patience that you need Mm -hmm. 
No, and because and obviously it takes a special kind of person and the amount of patience you need to be a teacher in oh, general. Yes, of course. But you're like you've gone in for that. You've gone. You've gotten training, schooling. That's your all day, every day. Mm-hmm. When you're just like a volunteer coach. <laughs> Possibly you, another person's parent that's on the team. With little to no training yes. whatsoever. Yes. Somehow you can still muster up that much patience. I don't. I just don't know how. I don't know how. It's definitely not me. And not it's me. Def- it's definitely not my wife, Ashley. Oh. <laughs> We're at my daughter's uh, swimming lesson on the weekend. And um, just both there with our five-year-old Emily watching. And Harley's nine. And all the kids are like eight, nine, ten years old yeah. in this swimming class. You're not expecting Olympic caliber performance here. No. And it's a practice. It's not a performance either. But just the amount of comments Ashley's throwing around are like, gosh, she's just not, she's not trying. No, she's not doing, she's not listening. She's not doing it properly. No, she needs to do it this way. Why isn't she paying? She's not focused. She needs to pay more attention. She's, why is she, she and the, but you focus on your own kid. Of course you do. And I'm trying to like zoom out a bit and realize, Ashley, None of these girls are paying attention. No. They're all off in their own little worlds. None of them are paying attention, and every one of their parents are doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. because ultimately we all have a little dance mom inside all of us. Yes, and that's why I really realized that Ashley cannot be the coach. No. She should maybe not come to practice at all. (laughs) I was going to say, set this next one out, Ashley. The amount of stress she's taking on (laughs) for no real reason. Like, anytime the coach asks these, there's five, six girls in this group or whatever to do, okay, here we're going to do the next thing. Like, two of them up and leave and go have a snack or go talk to their parents or get some water or just playing out to lunch. Or the bathroom train. Oh, they just, yeah, I have to go. Oh, all I have to sudden, go to the bathroom, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. They're all doing it. And when they ask them to do, the coach asks them to do a certain, like, okay, like, move your legs this way or do it, you know, take this position. They're not. They're all not really doing it. No. It's not just your own kid. No. Like, you really got to just take it easy a bit. No, then, you can't. You can't. It's no. just too stressful. It's too stressful. <laughs> Ashlyn's way too stressed. And then she she comes out with, like, I feel like I need a Xanax. <laughs> what is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I said, what, what even is that? What is that for? And she says, I don't know. It's just something to say in the housewives all the time. <laughs> I feel like I must need it. <laughs> when has Thanksgiving dinner gone wrong? <laughs> We're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 1035. 902-425-1035 uh, is the number to call or text uh, like many people have done. Yes, like Selena, who uh, shared her turkey mishap when the oven door was broken and it wouldn't stay open or down. That kind of sounds like your oven, Foreman. She would put the edge of a kitchen chair over the corner to hold it down while she pulled the oven rack partway out so she could face the turkey. (laughs) But she bumped the chair, knocked it off the edge of the oven door. The door flew up and dumped the roaster with all its contents upside down right into the hot oven. No way. Bye-bye turkey dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye oven? (laughs) Yeah, bye-bye oven. Yeah, she said, what a freaking mess. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an understatement, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Holy. Okay, well, if you have any other mishaps or even, I guess, supposedly, you know, tips, because this would be your first Thanksgiving you're actually hosting. I want to avoid the mishaps. Who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. Obviously, my buttons are right at my fingertips. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things, I guess, you know, my mother always did growing up, and and I continued it, and and I thought it was what you always did, cooking a turkey, and uh, until, you know, as you get older, some of my friends looked at me like I had fixed heads. Mom always put strips of bacon over the turkey uh, before putting it in the oven because she always said it helped uh, prevent it from drying out. Good excuse from what's apparently the smartest woman alive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, 
I continued to do it just because, well, I mean, I guess when you're young and you learn to cook, you just do what your mother did, right? You know? Yeah, and if anyone looks at you with six heads when you're doing it, Andrew, then don't let them eat that bacon-wrapped turkey. No kidding. How dare they ridicule the best innovation turkey has ever seen? Who would ever turn their nose up at anything bacon-related at all? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was so much turn their nose up at it, but some people uh, I've talked to over the years, well, why do you do that? That's huh. not my first question. My first question now is, why haven't I been doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Have a good one. You too. Hey, Yvonne. Thank you so much for calling. So it's my first time hosting Thanksgiving this year, <laughs> if I even do it at all. But you, you've been doing it for a while? I've been uh, hosting turkey dinners for years. I'm doing um, pumpkin cheesecake, and I'm doing apple crisp. And then on Sunday, I'm getting up, and I'll do my homemade dressing I make my own stuff in and then I get the turkey ready and then I start doing my vegetables while that's getting done so I do it pretty much all myself I like being in my own space and I'll tell you one thing I started doing and I I do it every year now is I started doing my turkey in a turkey bag some people don't like it but I'll tell you it all the juices are right in the bag and then I I drain it out and make my gravy from scratch and it's still golden brown. It's it's the beautiful, best turkey if I've ever eaten. What's a turkey bag? Uh, you get it at the grocery store. There's two comes in a pack. It's a plastic kind of bag that you can put in the oven. So then once you take the bag and you scoop a, a, some flour in it and you hold it shut and you shake it, so it's coated in flour. And then when the turkey's ready to go in the oven, stuffed or whatever you do, I put it in the bag and then I, I t- hold it tight and then I, there's a clip that you put on it. And then you put it in the oven just like that, sitting in the roasting pan, and you just let it go. Wow. I, I've been doing it now for the last several years for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yvonne, you sound, um, you sound like you really care for your family. You sound very yeah. friendly. You sound very chatty. But you also <laughs> sound like you seem to busy yourself when the house is full of extended family <laughs> so that you don't have to talk to them. Ah, actually, you're on to something. No. <laughs> it's, it's usually all prepped before they even come, so I get to enjoy myself while the cook, the turkey's cooking. Mm, but you still haven't denied the accusation. So. <laughs> no, 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 I spend time with them. No, every, like I said, everything's all ready. I'm not standing mm-hmm. in the kitchen while they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm up early in the morning. Everything's already prepped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think we have to talk to your family to uh, <laughs> verify that. <laughs> nice when something nice happens that restores your faith in humanity. It's just so rare. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what, did something happen? Yeah, uh, just right, it was Fiona. It was the day of Fiona, and yeah. uh, I had to get all of my running around done, and uh, one of my things that I had to do was at Walmart, and I got all my supplies, I brought them home, and I realized that I didn't have my wallet or my phone because I had left them in a shopping cart at Walmart. Ooh. And I ran back thinking there's not a chance it's still going to be there. I couldn't find the carts. I I asked the cart guy. He didn't find it. And oh, I thought, like it was in the parking lot? Yeah, he was still pushing the carts. And I thought, okay, well, it's gone. It's gone. Went to customer service. No, someone had turned it in. Everything's still in there. What? Not that there was much in there. <laughs> but still. But still. There's at least like 10 bucks. And dare I say, especially at Walmart. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> Was it in Dartmouth or Halifax? I could make this joke worse. Uh, no, you can't. But Let's don't answer on. that. <laughs> lest we lest we lose our humanity's faith in us. Well, that's a good but yeah, when when was your faith in humanity restored? That's that's a question yeah. for us now. Is this is this Zena? How you doing? <gasps> Zena! <laughs> Missed you. Oh, it's so nice to be back. And not only are you back, but your faith in humanity has been restored. Thanks to a beautiful girl guide leader named Honey Lynn. If she listens to the station, I love you. Oh, what did she do? Well, we had Hurricane One and it blew the roof off. I live by Foxwood Terrace, so I don't know if you heard the roof blowing off of Foxwood and 
it took out a, almost a whole row of houses on Sylvia Avenue. Oh, oh boy. Mine yeah. was one of the houses. Oh, boy, Zena. The back of my house got smoked with a big piece of the roof. Oh, my gosh. Blew my bathroom right out. Like, the wall, everything came blowing out the hallway into the living room. It was total disaster. The whole house shook. I was awake because I don't sleep through storms. I heard it all. The whole house shook. It felt like a freight train hitting the house. Oh, it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. You weren't you weren't in the bathroom, were you? Luckily, no. Has enough time passed for you to realize how much worse it would have been if you like happened to be using the bathroom <laughs> at the time? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, it's not very unusual for one of us to have been because it happened. It was between like quarter after one and two o'clock that it all went bad. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's classic nighttime pee time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, so your your bathroom is destroyed. Your house is a mess. So then um, I'm a girl guide leader. <laughs> and then one of the other girl guide leaders said, well, let me call my husband. We were going to sell our house, but maybe we'll rent it to you instead. And that's what they decided to do. Oh, my god. So what we can afford. Wow! That's amazing. So I've got I've got a three level, three bedroom house with backyard, front yard, back deck, the whole nine yards. Beautiful place for what I can afford. That is so amazing. That's incredible generosity. I love her to death. Uh, you, I, yeah. you have to. Love you, Dan. Also, I know this isn't about this, and I'm sorry to go there, but I love that you're a girl guide leader so much. Yeah. Um, I love it. If so I fun. knew that, I would have hit you up for some cookies the last time I was jamming. Oh, I might still be able to get some of them mint cookies. <gasps> yes. The mint one, Zena. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you don't want to get too into specifics and you don't want to embarrass anyone or anything, but um, sometimes you don't get to the bathroom in time. Sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes maybe you have a habit of going places. I don't have to go. I don't have to go. I don't have to go. Everybody else goes. Mm -hmm. Then you get in the car to go home. You chug a whole water bottle and then you have to go right away. Sometimes that happens. And you know what? It doesn't just happen to kids. It does happen to adults, too. My my husband is is known for <laughs> for a not a number one oopsie daisy, a number two oopsie daisy. I thought you said adults. <laughs> number two oopsie daisies. Yes, let's deflect now away from my child. Because, you know, she didn't have a great night last night because of the situation. But maybe that's the lesson some people haven't learned yet, Tom. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that it's like it's known in his family as the Rose Bowels. Oh, no. All the poor men in the family. It's all like It's like they, they don't have to go. And then all of a sudden, they really do. And there's no time in and between. And there's no time. It's a situation that you got to deal with ASAP or it's happening whether you want it to or not. <laughs> and we've been on hikes. On a hike. Yep. And what do you do? Dig you a hole? You know what he does? <laughs> well, he goes off somewhere else and, and I wait. And then he comes back sans underwear. And a little grumpy. <laughs> and then you get to play the game later of, did he find poison ivy or not? <laughs> so it happens is all yes. I'm saying. Well, maybe you're a match made in heaven, yes. uh, Melody, because uh, do you not have some experience with, <laughs> with the number one situation? Well, I personally do not have experience with the number one situation, but my bestie when I was 11 did have experience with that number one situation she was the most popular girl in, in class like just i don't what she just was the you kid just, who pees her pants is the most popular knew. one she just what? she just she just was and you would never tell anybody like you would never talk about her because like she was just so powerful queen bee that wow. she could ruin you so you just didn't you didn't go there but we were best friends for a summer and Every time we were out for walks, she peed her pants and then made me pee mine. She guilted me into peeing mine so she wasn't alone in having peed. And again, you did what she wanted 
because she was that person. So I would then have to pee my pants too. Wow. And I didn't have to. No. But I was (laughs) forced to. That is some power she had. (laughs) Yes. And I think about it now and I think about like just how much I was picked on in school. And here's this girl just walking around peeing her pants. Forcing other people to pee their pants to make her feel better about herself. (laughs) Listen, she was cool. (laughs) Sounds like it. You're you're only cool if you pee your pants. Well, yeah, I didn't realize Billy Madison was real. Hey, look, everybody, Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. You're going to be her someday. New York man charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons across the Canadian border in his pants. Which it just sounds like a sexual innuendo, but it's not. It's life. (laughs) We do this every Friday morning. All the headlines in the news that we can't make up. But we can round up. Like 94% of people without kids say they're happy with their life. Must be all that sleep they're getting. I don't know. Not sure how it's on 100%. (laughs) Small Michigan farms produce pulled from shelves after discovery of fertilizer made from human waste. It's effective. It's effective. It's all just crap. One way or the other. I mean, it is. Keep, you- keep defending the human waste fertilizer farm. Uh, Scottish scientists create AI-powered laser to neutralize cockroaches, hornets, and mosquitoes. Wow. I know. That's a fun game. Coming soon to Etsy. <laughs> Is that what I mean? It's not, not quite ready for you to buy yet because it uh, also could damage your own eyes. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Or your cats that are going to chase it because you know that's how, <laughs> yes. that's what they do. But we're, we're so close, okay. guys. We're so close. <laughs> Boston Dynamics promises to never weaponize those scary robot dogs they make. <laughs> Meanwhile, China weaponizes scary robot dogs they make. Also, it's not up to you, Boston whatever. Those things are going to (laughs) self-actualize. We've all seen it happen, and they're going to turn on us. The other part of the Chinese headline is they can now drop the weaponized robot dogs from drones, too. Oh, great. All right, well, something to look forward to. Hey, these are just headlines we're rounding up, not making up, okay? (laughs) Want to burn off that venti pumpkin spice latte with whole milk and whipped cream? Do we? Just do burpees (laughs) for 54 minutes. Death by burpees, literally. It is. Montana man. This is a good headline, actually. Montana man saves three people from sinking car mere moments after his son scores the winning touchdown. Wow. I know. Who celebrated more at the the family gathering afterwards? I think the three people who aren't in the car anymore. (laughs) After proposing at Blue Jays game with a ring pop... Man slapped by girlfriend. What? She didn't accept that? I just can't understand why. She dumped her drink on his face, too. Oh, my God. Well, that's a no. (laughs) Yeah. Cheating scandal rocks fishing world after lead weights and fillets of other fish found in winning catch at Lake Erie Tournament. This is just so funny. It's out of control. We got weights and fish. There we go. A filleted fish. Absolute chaos. Hockey Canada thought they had problems. (laughs) Your uh, fishing world says, hold our Hold our lead weight. Yeah. (laughs) Couple more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we are rounding up like System of a Down fans. Still scaring lead singer in public by yelling. Does he like it? No, he's he's legitimately scared. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't you be scared? Yes. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Melody, Melody. Um. (laughs) That's awesome. And finally, uh, have you heard of swatting? 
swatting is where people will call in lie to the police to get to get the SWAT team sent to somebody's house. Oh, it's a it's a terrible thing. It's an awful thing, yes. but it's haunting a man from Milwaukee. Milwaukee man swatted six times in two years just because he tweeted once. I've never thought Norm Macdonald was funny. <gasps> How dare he? And yeah, we disagree. His book, O.J. Simpson, says that he would have taken a bullet or stood in front of a train for Nicole. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is some bad luck when the one guy who would have died for you kills you. That's probably... <laughs> homecoming that happened over the weekend where if you don't have your own parties on campus for a homecoming and sanction them and have your ordinary emergency services on hand and your security on hand and you serve appropriately and you check IDs and all the rest of it like any other event or mm-hmm. bar yeah People are still going to party somewhere else. Yeah, it's just, it's unnecessary to have a completely dry campus. This is going to happen. Give the students a place. Uh, A lot of uh, police being seen using pepper spray, tear gas. And this is what the uh, president of the Dallas Student Union has to say about that. The use of pepper spray was actually actively riling up the students further. That's what made them want to, you know, I, I overheard students after police had walked through with pepper spray wanting to uh, mess with police cars and, and things like that. Yeah, I, and I don't condone that behavior, but yeah, it pepper spray will escalate things every single time. No, I, every time. I do not at all Always. condone the student behavior whatsoever, but you can see how this would turn it into an us versus them kind of thing. Yes. You get alcohol involved and you get mob mentality involved and you know how that would happen. And it's all you're already going into that weekend. Like we said yesterday, you're already going in knowing we're not allowed to have a real party. So we're going to we're going to stick it to the school and have our own party. Mm-hmm. And the and the police going to show up and using pepper spray to disperse it. And again, I understand, we understand that the crowds, you know, they're throwing stuff at officers. Officers were punched and kicked and spit on. They're using down branches from the storm uh, and set a fire in the street. Stuff like that happened. I get that. But Mm -hmm. you still, you show up in that atmosphere with pepper spray as your use of force. It will escalate no matter what. Yeah. It's going to. So, the university president himself had put out a statement saying that this is all behavior that is consistently being promoted and idealized by the Instagram account Canadian Party Life and its affiliates. Canadian Party Life <laughs> has the wherewithal to put out their own statement. It's a private account that you need to have them approve you to be able to see what they're putting up there. And they've got stuff from all kinds of stuff is on there from McMaster right now and Dalhousie and Western and Laurier and all these other schools. Oh, you're following them. Queens. Yes, they approved me. (laughs) I'm not the only one because they say CPL understands that Dalhousie wanted to warn their students. However, we do not believe that sending a mass email warning students about our page was the way to address the issue at hand. The email that was sent out caused us to gain over 1,000 new followers, including Foreman. Oh my gosh! I didn't even know about them till now. It's the Kardashian effect. You say something, you do something, people talk about it, they want to know more. Maybe we'll have some sanctioned parties next year. Maybe. You have to, th- you have to think it's coming. Well, uh, it's only going to get worse if you don't. Yeah. And we'll see it all on Canadian Party Life. <laughs> Follow now. You uh, were planning to host Thanksgiving for the very first time yourself. Debbie, you have some advice? Does she stuff her turkey? That's a very personal question. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> stuff your own turkey. No, buy a stuffed one. Cook it from frozen. You don't even have to thaw it out. Come on, Debbie. I'm um, seriously. I work for Sobeys. It's a pre-stuffed turkey that you can cook from frozen. All directions and everything are on the back of it. Shove it in your oven. Say goodbye. See you later. <laughs> yeah, Debbie, that's what I wanted, but I couldn't find them when I went to Sobeys yesterday. What? We have all kinds. At which location? The one down the road, Sobeys Panavista, Main Street, number seven highway. Oh. Like here in Dartmouth? Yes, here in Dartmouth. When we can almost see from our window? <laughs> no, that's the coma. Oh. That's the coma. We're, I'm on the number seven. Okay. Oh, Cole Harbor. Nope. 
Stay down the road. Okay, is that what you cook at home normally? Pretty much. The oven say, bye-bye. <laughs> Will you be back then at Toby's today to buy one of those? No, I've got what I've got, and I'm going to make it work. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, now Jessica has called, actually. You want to you want to clarify something else. That's, that Sobeys uh, is in Coal Harbor? Yes, basically. Well, it's considered Westfall, but she, uh, that, uh, that's Tim Hortons. I'm uh, sorry, um, Sobeys. Sobeys is right across the street from me. Okay. So Westfall is Coal Harbor? Is Coal Harbor? Pretty much. I live right on the Forest Hills Parkway. We're just off the Forest Hills Parkway. Right. Is this like a Larry Utech Bedford kind of situation where it's like, oh, it's some people will say it's this and some people will say it's that? I think so, yes. Okay. Well, where the, where what is the Forest Hills Parkway, the border of Coal Harbor? I think it was to the Cranberry Lake. Cranberry Lake. So I'm in the Westfall side. And I think the borderline goes like right down through the lake and then somehow it turns up and around. I'm not sure how it all goes, but... Right. I think it goes down that way somehow, and I'm in the Westfall side, but I consider it Cole Harbor, so. Right. Cranberry Lake is the, on off the southwest corner of Forest Hills Parkway and number yeah. 7 Main Street. Putting yeah. the Sobies, which is on the southeast side of that intersection, squarely in Cole Harbor. That's correct. I would call it Cole Harbor. I've always called it Cole Harbor, but... Mm-hmm. Huh. The better we can define where is Coal Harbor, the better we will all be off, I think. <laughs> That's true. Just in true, general. True, true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you want to make sure that you're in there or you want to stay away, that's your problem. <laughs> that's true. And I'm with Search and Rescue, and I'm with uh, I'm out at the base right now. We're getting ready to pack up and go to uh, Picto. Oh. Picto in the Glasgow area. Oh, well, that's very, I mean, very necessary, very much needed. Much more important than us. <laughs> and thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Which, ba- is that Shearwater you'll go to first? No, um, I'm on Halifax Ground Search Rescue, so we're out on um, Lakeview Crescent in, like, Windsor Junction area. Are you sure it's in Windsor Junction? <laughs> uh, well, I know there's that Windsor Junction train station just down the road, and we're just off the Waverly Road. So... <laughs> Okay. I'm not sure exactly where we're located. <laughs> I just know how to get here. Jessica, don't yeah. listen to this CFA. The two CFAs. Yeah. We don't know where anything is. <laughs> you just go yeah. do your important work. And... Yes, and we'll keep doing our very yeah. important work, too. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody and Foreman on socials. Or email Melody and Foreman at hotcountry1035.ca.